welcome to Alpha and Omega Church. I'm Pastor Albert Delgado Jr. Alberto Delgado Jr. You want Spanish? It sounds Alberto. English. I'm Pastor Albert. Amen. Um, and it's always a privilege and an honor to be here. And I just want to, well, last week we were talking a bit about the vision board. I'm going to break down a little bit. I called it Breakthrough 2023. And uh, today we're going to do part two. Hallelujah. And for those of you that don't know, this is a year of breakthrough. And when we break through, we advance. Hallelujah. This is the year of your breakthrough. In, in many areas of your life, but only if you believe it. As a matter of fact, in every area of your life, you should be praying for a breakthrough and believing God for a breakthrough. You can have a breakthrough in your own personal life. With your family, you can have a breakthrough. When I say breakthrough, we're talking, we're speaking positive, church. We're speaking advancing. We're speaking progressing. We're speaking escalating. God is a God from above, not a God from beneath. We are from above, not beneath. The enemy is beneath us. Hallelujah. Unfortunately, sometimes the enemy could take advantage and manipulate. He's been doing it since the beginning of man, mankind. We understand that. We speak about him. We'll end up, we're, we're, we're always going to have to be ready because we have an opposition. And that's fine because you are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. So it doesn't matter what happens, what obstacle we face. Because there will be obstacles. And I'm going to get into that more in a little bit and uh i wanna you know what let's 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 pray father god i thank you for this day have your way holy spirit in this place take total control may it be your words spirit of the living god that transforms not mine not my agenda your agenda may you take total control of this place in the name of Jesus. Amen. So last week we spoke that this is the year of breakthrough. Some of you brought your vision boards. I see some of you with it. Amen. But uh, we're not going to pray. The agenda has changed because there's some people. And now, you know, throughout the week we discuss things in our staff meetings and whatnot. And, you know, we did decide there's some people that probably weren't here last Sunday. And we want to give a chance for every single person to be a part of this. And I'm going to fill you in on a little more of this. If you do not have, can you raise up that poster board, please? I see that you have it there. Uh, or you know what? Someone bring me one. Do we have one back there? If we do not, we'll get one. No rush. No, you know what? Keep that there. I don't want to have, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Sorry about that, but appreciate it. And thank you for your obedience, by the way. But some of the people didn't know or knew, we're going to give a chance for you to bring your vision board on the 29th, I believe. It's the last Sunday of this month. And uh, basically, we as a church, uh, every year, we've been doing this for many years, and uh, the vision board, it's very important that you understand the importance of this, and I'm going to read it again, the Bible verse here. For those of you that um, um, don't know, the, we weren't here last week. Pastor, bring it up here, please. 
Let me see where it is. Here we go. I want to read this out loud to you. This is the vision board we have here as a church. We do this yearly and every year the apostle of this house, which is my father, the Lord gives him a word. And this year uh, he gave him the word of breakthrough and advancement. Well, it's breakthrough. It's the year of breakthrough because you can't advance if you don't break through. And this is right here, the vision board. It's a nice vision board. And why do we do this? Well, I'm going to read this again. For those of you that know, just listen to the word of the Lord again. And for those of you that don't, pay attention. Amen. It says here in Habakkuk 2, verse 2 to 3, it says, And the Lord answered me, write the vision, make it plain on tablets. We don't use tablets anymore. We use poster boards. So he may run who reads it. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. Glory. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Someone say hallelujah. So we do this because we're obedient to the word of God. And we want to make sure that we put things that, well, for example, what do you, what did God instill in you? What vision, what goal, what do you want to achieve for 2023? And that would be your breakthrough, amen? Maybe you have issues with anxiety. Maybe you have issues with depression. Maybe you have issues with your family. Maybe you have some financial issues. Maybe you don't have any of those issues and the Lord just give you a desire. Maybe you want a boat. Maybe you want a nice house, right? Uh, but, well, if you don't have the means to buy a house, well, then you need a financial breakthrough because that's how you'll be able to buy your house. Someone say amen. So that's how you can buy your boat. So you'd put a boat. You, maybe you want to get married. It has nothing to do with that. Put a nice picture of, you know, your breakthrough in your, in your life. Hallelujah. Maybe you need a breakthrough. You're a woman and a couple that have been trying to multiply. And you probably can at the moment, but who cares about that? Because we don't live by what we see. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Just because I don't see it now doesn't mean it's not going to happen. So if you're believing for a baby, come on someone, you put that there. Hallelujah. And that's a blessing. There's people, I know people that, have, that were praying for years, 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 years. You know, they had to be patient and you know what? The Lord gave them a miracle. And it happens. I don't know what your desires are. If you were dealing with something uh, negative in your life. And you want that to be fixed, put a picture, I don't know. Like I said last week, if you're a person that's depressed or has thoughts of suicide, you go through anxiety, you're negative all the time. I don't know. Something, some, you put a picture of someone that looks with his hands open, looking at the sky like if he's free. And then every time you see that, you believe it, you look at it, you make that image and you, and you make a pact with God. Every time you're looking at that, that begins to become life in you. And what happens is when you look at that daily, you should be looking at it daily, you begin to believe God for it, you see it, and you continuously believe it. You got to sow that seed. That's a seed that you're doing by putting those images on there. And you break through. Hallelujah. And then later you give testimony on how the Lord, if he did it for you, you know what? If I, God did it for me, he can do it for you. Someone say amen. This is the year of breakthrough. Breakthrough from your debt, breakthrough from your pain, breakthrough from anything that's haunting you from your past, breakthrough in your health, hallelujah, glory. Come on. And then we know one thing is for sure, 
that the enemy doesn't want you to break through. He wants you to break. Because you can't break through. If you're, if you're, you can't, you, the only way to break through is if you truly believe in God no matter what and have no doubts. Zero doubts. And I'm going to get to that now in a little bit. But I wanted you to understand that this is the year of breakthrough. This is going to be the best year of your life. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? You move now. We operate different now. We don't operate with this worldly, earthly mentality. We are in this world, but we are not. We are in this world, but we're not of this world. We don't operate the way that the normal individuals, oh no, we operate in the supernatural. Sobrenatural, and it's in Spanish. Sounds cool in Spanish, right? Sobre, gloria, Dios. Supernatural. We see, we, we got to start seeing with our spiritual eyes, not with our carnal eyes. Not with your feet, not with, not with what you're seeing now. You call, this is, this is why you, you can use your faith. You activate your faith when you believe, you see it, you, it, you instill it in you. It becomes a part of you. This is your year that you break through. Someone say breakthrough. Hallelujah. So now that you have an understanding on that. I want you to focus now on the importance of vision, of a vision, of having a vision. Because you have these, these desires, your, your God instills it in you. Now you put them on the board. And listen, guys, just because you don't put it on the board, you could be believing in God for something. Doesn't mean it's not going to come to pass because you didn't put it on the board. Don't come out here asking me for 50 million boards and writing every single desire of your heart on the boards and then thinking that because it's on the board, it's going to come to pass. That's not, we're, not a, we're not a religious church. We believe in a relationship with God and we're obedient. You have to activate your faith, not just write it down. Not just put a nice picture and it's going to happen. Ooh, that would be amazing, right? Let's just all write stuff down and it comes to pass. Boom, da, da, na, 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 na. You see, now you took the first step. You took the initiative. You already got your membership to the gym, but if you don't go work out, you're not going to, nothing's going to happen. You want to be a scholar and read books? You buy all the books, but you don't read the books. <laughs> What's the point? That's why the Bible says faith without works is... Now you have the faith, but where's your work? Where's your corresponding action behind what you're believing for? Ah, you see yourself graduating from a good school. You better apply. You better get in. You better pay your tuition. You better study. You better go to class. You see, that's your vision is your overall goal, and then your mission are the little tiny steps that you take to accomplish the vision. They do this all the time, and... In, uh, in, in the corporate world, you have a vision and a mission statement, right? Vision and mission statement. And this is something that is proven. And we've been, and it's biblical. They put it on tablets. We're putting it on a poster board. And you can even put it on your computer screen as well, guys. You know, this is just the thing that we do that we like to, as a church and as a wholesome, you know, we can, it's just a, it's a nice thing to do. And it's good for you to do it. 
But it's not about the poster board. It's about what you believe that's on the poster board. It's about the action you put behind what you put on the board. Faith without works is dead. And you, we, people of God, without a vision, you are like a chicken with his head cut off. Running around, not knowing where you're headed. You are like, I'll give you the perfect example. How many of you ever been to a foreign country where you don't know where you are and, and you need a GPS to tell you where to go if you're driving? That's happened to me many, many times. There's been times you've been out of Miami. You don't have to just be in a foreign country. Well, if you are a person without a vision, it's like if, you know, let's pretend you're in the middle of the Middle East <laughs> and you're driving a car without a GPS and you can't even speak the language to anyone to tell you where the nearest gas station is. You don't, you are a person that's just going around without a destination. You are lost. We are not a gen. we are not called to be lost. You may say, well, I received Jesus. Okay, you received Jesus. What's happening right here on this earth? You may die one the day that you the day that your time is up here, you'll be in heaven. But guess what? You're called to conquer now. You're called to make a difference now. You're called to move mountains now. You're called to conquer now. You're called to be above now. You're called to dominate now. This is kingdom. You are part of a royal family. Whilst you have a passport, you are a citizen of the most high God, ladies and gentlemen, of heaven. Did you know that this is kingdom, right? Once again, you are in this world, but you're not of it. Someone comes at me, boom, you show them your, you show them your heavenly passport. I got God, baby, come on. We got Jesus. We got the blood. We're marked. You're marked. Someone say, I'm marked. No more walking around with their heads down. You have every single human being on this earth. God has intended for them to have a vision. He doesn't want you running around crazy. You, as a child of God, have to have a vision. It's important, it's imperative to know where you're headed. It could be little goals, it could be a big goal. These little goals, listen, we all need to see our, the, re, the reason why it's so important of vision is because without the vision, there's no way you can please God. How is that possible? Well, if I don't know where I'm headed, what am I going to believe for? And if I don't believe in anything, then I won't have to use my faith. And if I don't use my faith, what does the Bible say? If without faith it is what? Impossible to please God. Because if I don't have faith, if I don't have a vision, what am I believing to go for? Towards. Ah, if I'm not believing in anything and I'm just sitting around, you're not pleasing God. With, because then you can't activate your faith if you don't have a goal that you're striving for. Someone say amen. You need to have goals. You need to get time with the Lord. Be intimate with him. He's going to reveal to you what he wants for you. And then you believe for it. And then you water that seed, put it on the board, look at it, talk about it. You need to see yourself there before you arrive. I'm going to say it on this side of the car. thing. You need to see yourself there before you reach your destination. One more time. You need to see yourself there. People looking at me on the internet. You need to see yourself there before you arrive. 
my dad said something funny this morning, and I was like, oh, I'm putting it in this preaching because it kind of tied in. And he's so right. And you guys are all going to agree once I tell you what I'm about to say. And it has to do with this. And it's kind of funny because we can all relate. How many of you have ever watched a movie before? <laughs> okay. Once again, come on, church. Help me out here. How many of you have ever seen a movie? Amen. Okay, good. Thank you. Let's wake up. <laughs> so, I remember how many times I've seen these movies, and I like that I use the example of James Bond. All right? I like James Bond. Okay, whatever. You know, look at me weird, but I like James Bond. It's a cool action. The guy's the guy, the guy bad, man. He's, it's James Bond. Whatever. I like it. You may not like it, but you like what you like. I like James Bond. But sometimes when you walk out, once you see these James Bond movies, <laughs> you walk out of there like thinking like I'm Bond. James Bond. Like if you got the boom, da 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 da. Right? And how many times, you know, I, I saw myself like James, like James Bond. Think about it. How many times you ever watched a film and you see yourself, you start weeping and crying. These people are actors, not even in real life. And you act like if you're that person that's there with them that got their heart broken and you start crying. And then at the end of the movie, you're like, oh, whatever. But you see yourself there. It's the same thing with the vision. With the vision that God instills in you, you got to be that person even though you're not there yet. Are you receiving this? You need to see yourself there even though you're not. You may, God may give you a vision to open up a business and you're going to, he maybe showed you with a bunch of money. And then you become, you're going to be a millionaire with this business. You wake, you, you wake up from the say it's a dream that you're actually sleeping or it could be a vision while you're driving. The Lord can talk to you in many different ways. Imagine God tells you that, but right now you're without a job. How is that going to happen? How am I going to, how am I going to be a, you see, that's where doubt and fear come in. You see, if the Lord tells you something, it doesn't matter. If you see it, you believe it, and you continuously have to fight for it. You continuously have to fight for it. Put your hands together, church. God wants to see God wants to see us make that effort. God wants us to continuously believe in the vision. Look, I want you to check this out. What is the problem? We know that we got to see ourselves there. We know it. We got to believe it. We got we to gotta continue to pursue it. And we continuously have to water that seed, whatever it may be. The problem and look, I want to read this to you. I read this in our, um, in our Arise, Young Adults. Yeah. Arise, Young Adults is on Wednesday. It was past Wednesday. And it's every other Wednesday. Later on, we'll talk about that. I'm, I have, I'm, I'm biased. I love that ministry. Amen. Hallelujah. I hear some of my, my Young Adults team in here. I love it. Glory. The biggest problem I believe that the children of God face is that they allow obstacles to get in their way and dictate the outcome. I'm going to say it again. And this is very important. Church, 
the biggest problem that we face as a body of Christ is that once we have an obstacle that gets in our way, we allow it to dictate the result. We allow it to dictate the outcome. We can't allow an obstacle to get in the way of what God wants to give us. You see, there's always going to be opposition. There's always going to be an obstacle. Stop praying to God to take away the obstacles. God, why is this obstacle here? God, please don't let there ever be a speed bump. Please don't ever let it rain. Please let it be sunshine and rainbows. You're wasting your time. My Bible doesn't talk about there's never going to be problems. What Bible are you reading? Can I get an amen? Even though it's a bit of a thing. Who's, who's learning? Who's receiving something this morning? Someone say amen. Stop praying to God for there not to be opposition. It's already written. There's opposition. Stop praying to try to, you know, one thing is there could be certain issues that you rebuke and repent. But what I'm trying to tell you is there's going to be a day that it rains. It's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows and Skittles. Get that out of your head. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen the Skittle commercial, but I guess I'm the only one. You need to pray to God that you need to believe in God that whatever storm you're going through, whatever obstacle gets in your way, that you know you're going to make it to the other side. And regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what you're seeing with your carnal eyes, you need to begin to see yourself with your spiritual eyes. You need to see yourself already there, even though you haven't arrived. You need to continue to believe that. You need to continue to give water, plant that seed, continue to water it, water it, water it, regardless if it's raining, regardless if it's thundering, regardless if it's daytime, regardless if it's nighttime. You water that seed. Because my God promised me that there it's going to grow and that I'm going to reap a harvest. Someone say amen. amen. Hallelujah. This is the year that we are going to overcome our obstacles. Every obstacle. If God says it, if God put it there, if you see something that's not good in your life, some, something that's going wrong, listen, this is the year of your breakthrough. This is the moment today, right now. This is the month of the first fruits, man. This is, the, this is, the, this is just January. What you're sowing now will dictate the rest of, I'm telling you. What you sow today, you're going to receive tomorrow. What you sold yesterday, you're receiving today. Maybe not the whole outcome of it, but I'll tell you what, if you're, if you're sowing doubt, you're not going to advance. You're not going to break through anything. You're just going to break. If you are sowing fear and doubt and discouragement and laziness and always filled with excuses, what are you going to get the next day? What are you going to receive? What you sow. We need to start sowing. We need to start sowing what the word of God says over your life. We need to start sowing good. We need to start sowing. We need to start sowing health. We need to, we need to sow uh, the find of what God says. Listen, you speak these things, believe them. That's how you water your plant. By speaking to it. 
believe it there's power I will achieve it I will I will blank I will blank whatever it is stop saying I won't I can't I hope I wish no that's not in our vocabulary let's see what the Lord says stop that put your hands together Let's see what God says. You already doubt. Yes. Yes. I will achieve it. I will receive it. Because God promises it to me. And if God says it, I believe it. You will obtain it. Regardless of the obstacle that gets in your way. We can't allow fear to get in our way. We can't allow it. Don't let fear hinder you, paralyze you, stop you. I spoke last week where this was, look what it says here. I want to read some verses on overcoming fear. I got three of them for now. Later on I can give you a lot more. Look what it says here in Isaiah 41.10. It says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Someone, 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 someone praise God right now. Put your hands together. This is the word of the Lord Jesus Christ, my friends. I'm going to read another one. Hebrews 13, 5 through 6 in the English Standard Version. Look what it says here. Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Look what it says here in 2 Timothy 1.7. I love this one. This is right to the point. For God gave us a spirit not of but of power and love and self-control. You don't have a spirit of fear. The spirit of fear comes from the enemy, comes from the opposition. God doesn't operate in fear. God doesn't operate in anything that's negative or not good. God is good, only knows how to give good. Anything bad does not come from God. Stop blaming God. That's your fault. Or someone else's fault, but it's not God's. Hallelujah. What is stopping you? <laughs> you guys shouldn't have any limits. Once you achieve this, believe this. Because this is only for those that believe. And then after you believe, you apply. Like we're, we're talking about today. Look what it says here. I want to read this verse. In James 1.12. For those of you that are going through something in your life right now, first of all, yeah, let me read this. Look what it says here. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial. How many of you may be going through some trials? Listen, there's opposition. If you're going through some opposition, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong going on in your life. That means the enemy sensing that something huge 
is coming that God's about to give you and he wants to stop you. He wants to put the obstacle. If you're going through some obstacles in the process of overcoming them, then you're going through some trial. So why would God tell me blessed is the one who perseveres under trial? Well, because having stood the test, this is the life. This is what it is. That person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you receive that, say amen. This is what it's about. It's the test. The one who perseveres. The test. Because then that test is that obstacle that's in your way. Whatever it may be, blessed are you, man, because if you persevere it, obviously. Ah. And you will because you're called to win. You're marked to win. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in this world. Glory be to Jesus. The obstacle is not bigger than your God. Your God's bigger than anything. And he lives in you. You have the power, you have the authority, because the one with the authority lives in you. Speak to it, and it will come to life. Hallelujah. When it comes to the vision board, the Lord told me to let you guys know this. I'm wrapping up soon. This is your year of breakthrough, church. This is it. We can't afford to let the enemy continue to win. We can't. And when the enemy wins, it's because you doubt and you fear and you just, and now it's January, it's a new year, everyone has his new goals. And we're going to continue, I'm going to continue to do my best, to, you know, as the Lord continues to guide me and, and help me. Because I also got to, I also got to make sure I apply all this to myself. I'm not just here sweating and yelling it at you guys. This is life. We got to live this when we get out of church. Right now, we're all pumped up, fired up, but when we get out there and the world tries to come against us and your friends tell you one thing and your uh, co-workers tell you another thing and your fellow neighbors tell you another thing and all of a sudden, what you believed two weeks ago, two months ago, a couple months pass and, oh, oh, well, God didn't want it for me. Oh, well, it's just not meant to be. Oh, well, nah, 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 nah. No more of this, oh, well, what if... Could possibly, no, no, no. With God, you either believe 100%, not 99, not 98, not 70%. Because then that little doubt cancels, blocks what God wants to give you. The promise that he has for you. You, either, you are either in or you're out. You can't be halfway. You can't, you can't believe in something. If God says it, you believe it, Period. Period, a hundred percent. When you download a file on your computer and it's at 99%, you can't open it till it's at 100. Somebody know what I'm talking about in this room? Are you looking at me in the internet? If you were, if, if this was streaming at 99%, it won't allow, you won't be able to play it. You have to have it at 100%. The file won't open. Right? Have you ever downloaded something before? Okay, I'm not the biggest guy that knows all this about technology, but I do know that there's times that I come on, man, that one percent, abre, believe, one hundred percent, and then you'll be able to open your blessing. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
Come on. Now, we know that. The Lord also told me he wanted me to remind you guys on when it comes to this vision board and what you're believing for and what you're striving for and what we're going to receive, amen, because we're a church that now we know, amen, that we got to continue to water our plans daily, our dreams, our goals, and amen, the vision will come to pass. But the Lord also told me to tell you guys that this will be a big help to his church and to even myself and to each and every single one of us here. And this will be like kind of like a... Uh, like a faith booster or vision booster, right? One of the reasons when you, it's like a boost. Like cars have Nas, you know. Uh, you know, I guess well, I don't want to bring up steroids because that's uh, something we shouldn't be doing. But like body, some bodybuilders put steroids and, but this is not, we're not talking up. This is a, let's pretend it's a spiritual steroid. How about that? Let's say, let's say it's, it's a godly steroid. It's a boost. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the Lord told me to tell you guys, and I was, and, I, and, I, and yeah, during my time of study, it was like, wow. Let's read this verse. He told me to tell you guys to remember victories from your past. Look what it says here in 1 Samuel. Some of you, you know, as a church, we talk about a lot. Uh, you know, the past, like it's over, amen, it is over, and we should forget the past, because the past, but there's things that you shouldn't forget, like where God took you out of, and that's part of your testimony as well, too, certain things that it's good to remember, and even probably good to write down, so you don't forget, for what you're believing for now. So then you remember where God took you out of. If now you're going through this now, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. Look what it says here. It could happen to David. You've heard this before, right? And here you see David does exactly what I'm telling you you should do. He remembered his past victories. Look what it says here. And David said, this is, what, when, this is when everyone was freaking out about Goliath. Everyone was shaken. Everyone was scared. <laughs> Very scared. No one wanted to fight Goliath. So King Saul talks to David. David says, I'll do it. And then Saul's like, are you crazy? And now look what David told, tells King Saul. This is before he became King David. He said, and David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine.